0: In this episode, we're gonna talk about a little bit more complex routing and how you can use this to your advantage when you're designing your Rails applications. So uh, I'm sure you're familiar with the resources route. This uh, defines the CRUD for books, which means that you can create books, you can view books, you can edit books and update them, delete them and view all of the books. And we can see that if we run rake routes in our terminal, You can see that it generates eight routes and each of those is uh, exactly what you would expect for a CRUD operation. So what if we want to add a publish action to these books? We want to be able to define a method to patch the book to say it's published. Now, what we can do here is use the member action specifier here and we can put our patch route inside of that. So inside of our resources books, we can define member actions which operate on an individual book. So this will generate books slash ID slash publish, and that will be the patch request that we specified here. So we don't need to define the two option, which normally would be books publish, We don't have to define this because it's inside of our resources books, as well as the member action defines that it should be uh, going to publish just because of the name of the route. So if we run rake routes again, you'll be able to see that the publish action here is now listed at the top. And it's already been defined a name uh, so that we can access it with the publish book path in our views and it defined the publish with the ID of the book. So this will operate on a single book and it will be a patch. So we can do the same thing and we can have an unpublished action. And that's pretty cool. So we can just define individual operations on our books uh, to modify them individually. And sometimes you want to operate on a collection. So you want to operate on all of the books. So maybe you want to have a uh, patch and you want to publish all of the books. Or say that you want to uh, import books. So this way you can run rake routes again and if you've defined the collection routes, you can see that there's now the published book, unpublished book, but now we have publish all books and import books path. So these don't have the ID of the record in the URL but they define a action called publish all and import that will work on all of the books. So in this way we can define the import to work for, uh, say for example, importing a CSV of books into your system or having a box of being able to publish all of those books. So this is really handy because it allows us to cleanly define routes without having to go and add our custom ones and say, you know, if we want to do publish, we can do books slash ID slash publish to the books publish action. If we didn't have this member Uh, functionality here we'd have to do it manually and then when you're reading through these it's a lot less organized because here everything's scoped inside of this resources books block now let's say your bookstore is going really well and you're expanding past books into more products like Amazon did well you want to start by uh, modifying your URLs to start moving people over to this new resource that you're gonna be serving, which are products, and they're not books. But for now, because you're still only selling books, you want to start migrating people over by changing the URL, but not changing much of your Rails app because you're not sure how you wanna set this all up yet. So the first thing you can do here is just say, path, products. And if you save this and rerun rake routes, you'll see that your path helpers are still gonna be named the same, so those didn't change. The actual URLs behind them did, and now they're slash products instead of slash books. And the controller is still the books controller. So this path option just changes this one word inside of the URLs it generates and keeps everything else the same so you can customize this for the users, but without changing much of your Rails code at all. So all of the stuff that you've previously written is still gonna be exactly the same, except the URLs have slightly changed. So that's pretty cool. As you can see, things are getting a little bit more complicated in our routes now, because we're adding these publish actions that should only be for admins, and they're kind of getting mixed in with the stuff that regular users should be able to see. So the regular users should only be able to see a couple of these things from resources books, but the rest of it should be for admins, so they should be able to create books or products, and they should be able to delete them, but not public users. Well, if you're a Devise user, and one of the reasons why I like Devise, um they provide an option for you to make your routing scoped based upon who's logged in so if you use devise you have access to this authenticated method inside of your routes and you just you just specify the model that uh it's going to operate on and you can scope your routes inside of this so rails will see this authenticated method and that will be dispatched over to devise devise will take a look at the user session and see if they are signed in as an admin and if they are then all of these routes are available but if not then these routes will not be seen by that user at all so that means that you can define a second resources books that is for the public and these you could include only the index and the show actions and get rid of new, create, edit, update, and delete, so that this action and the views associated with it um, are only available to the public. So you wouldn't have to even show them access to any of these published or unpublished routes. They couldn't even do anything if they weren't signed in as an admin. And that's really nifty. So The authenticated route, I really recommend using. And to make this actually functional, we need to specify the module on this resources. So what this does is it defines the uh, resources just like before, except now it expects you to have a books controller inside of app controllers. And it wants an admin folder inside of controllers. So you'll have to create that and create a second books controller But inside of that books controller, you can have the actions for only admins. And so you can protect the routes and the controller nice and cleanly because then that way you're handled from all avenues. So these URLs won't even be available if you're logged in as a regular customer or as a guest. Um, And then this books controller, we would simply go in and delete everything here except for um, these two actions and actually we want to keep set book so that that still works so here we can go back up and we can get rid of all of those so this way we can just get rid of um, all of those as well and your access to books is really clean and simple so we know that this is for guest users or customers. And then our other books controller, which I haven't created, would just be class admin books controller. And same as before, in that one, you would just add your before action to make sure that an admin user is signed in. And then you can have all your other activity in there. So this method of handling routes allows you to organize your responsibilities into different controllers based upon who signed in, which I think is really awesome. It allows you to organize your controllers in a way that uh, it's expected. You can jump into an application and see, oh, hey, there's a books controller, there's a user's books controller, there's an admin's books controller, and you can see that each one of those is handled A little bit differently so you understand the differences between their responsibilities and you can just kind of imagine them seeing the folder structure so that's pretty nifty and uh, something i think that makes your applications a whole lot more manageable as they tend to grow so i hope you enjoyed this i'm sure we'll cover more advanced routing in the future um, and i will see you next week